Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. B. Mitchell Finley, 106.7 The Fan. Been a very, very busy show. If you <coughs> missed any of our interviews so far, um, we talked to Logan Paulson today. We've talked to D'Angelo Hall today. We've talked to Ben White from Politico about the sale of the commanders. lot of We lot talked of to things. Keith Mitchell today earlier. Yeah, Keith was out. Keith was out. Keith was out. Um, uh, right now, we're going to talk to our friend Tim Murray from Vison Live. You can watch him every night, 6 to 9 p.m. You can follow him on Twitter at 1TimMurray. Timmy, what's going on, buddy? How you doing, man? Gents, Happy New Year. Always a pleasure. What's happening? Chilling, man. Um, so much for us to discuss. And with you, we always kind of start with college football and then work our way to the pros. Um, I might go in reverse here. Okay. Um, and, and I might just ask for your opinion, kind of, they still have one game to play, and, and maybe we see Sam Howell, and maybe that gives this thing a little bit of juice. But where do you, uh, the commanders are now eliminated from the postseason. Um, Which really came to the surprise of some people, I heard, huh? Indeed, indeed. <laughs> um, how would you sum up their season, dude? That's a loaded question uh, because your expectations as the year goes on and anything change, right? And I think mm-hmm. if you said that the commanders – well, I'll just say in the, in the eyes of Vegas, they exceeded expectations. I think the win total is around 7.5, and, a half, and they, they, got, they, <laughs> they exceeded expectations in that regard. Uh, they're not going to have a losing season. Um, but I, there's no doubt there has to be disappointment, um, you know, in the now thinking about what was what was there and where this team was situated to try to make the playoffs so you know if you take a step back which is always hard to do i would say it was not a successful season but above average i mean this also season? you talking about this season here yeah i mean I, am i crazy b yeah why <laughs> they, because they because won seven they, games it could be seven nine and one that's a losing season they, I mean, they, they, they were they, they were seven and five in week thirteen. They, yeah, they won seven last year, and they got better. At and receiver. their start, their starting quarterback got hurt. Yeah, but we see that. Which the one was quarter- the starting quarterback? <laughs> well, the one that the one that they decided to pay all of the the contract to that Indianapolis wanted nothing to do with. Yeah. Um. I mean, I don't know. I I don't think it's a. A, a massively disappointing season, in my opinion. I think because they were seven, five, and one, there's a lot of people right now saying you're crazy, and maybe I am. But I think if you take a step back, I think overall, 
it wasn't a, a incredible disappointment, but knowing they were seven five and one in the playoffs, seemed to have the momentum going. That's where I would say it's a it's a big disappointment. Yeah, I I mean, if you had told me at the beginning of the year, hey, uh, you know, they're going to miss the playoffs, they're going to be about five hundred, I would have been like, yeah, that's what I expect, you know. But Beamish and I said for a successful season that they need to win a playoff game. So so going forward, Tim. What do you think should happen in Washington, and what do you think will happen out here? <laughs> How many off seasons have we asked? I mean, God, I left <laughs> all of them. I left town three years ago. We're still asking the same question. I mean, yeah, exactly. When I was when I was playing hoops at St. Elizabeth's in Rockville, we were asking the same question. I mean, it's it's been the same question for two and a half decades. It feels like each and every off season. Do we fire the coach? Do we make changes with the staff? Do we? Who do we do at quarterback? I mean, look, the quarterback position is clearly a, has no answer. Um, you know, Taylor Heineke is not the answer. Carson Wentz obviously is not the answer. You know, is it Derek Carr? Is he the guy? I don't. I personally, I don't think so. But you know, is he an upgrade? Maybe a uh, good leader. All of that. Do you, you? You. It seems like we're the Commanders are in a spot in the draft. Unless you're going to trade up and and for a King's ransom, you're not getting one of the two elite quarterbacks coming out of this draft class, whether it be Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud. You know, Will Levis is a guy that I don't think is – he's got all the, you know, the intangibles, and you're going to hear nonstop talk about him and, oh, he's got this big arm. Yeah, but he doesn't win football games. So that's kind of an issue in my opinion. You know, he's 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 got a lot of the, the pieces. So I, I don't know, man. I mean, you know, is, is – you guys are, are more in it than I am, obviously. You know, is Ron Rivera the guy? I mean, he seems like a very, you know, great leader of men, but is he a great football coach? I think hmm. there's there's fair questions to ask, right? If, is he a great football coach? Hmm. Proof seems to be in the pudding. He's not. He had a 15-1 season and led a team to the Super Bowl. He also had a superhuman at quarterback that year and won the MVP in Cam Newton, you know? I mean, it, it all comes down to the quarterback position and what do you do? And it just seems like for the a hundredth consecutive off season, this franchise is in limbo at quarterback because what do you do? Hmm. Can you get the next elite quarterback? Doesn't seem that way in the draft. Can you get the, you know, can you get, is Derek Carr a franchise changing type of guy? I mean, the Raiders are, are seeming to part ways with him, you know, happily this year. So I don't know. I mean, I'm sorry, I I don't have the demonstrative answer, but I, I don't know. I mean, I'll yeah. ask, what do you guys think they should do? Because I I think it's just this this organization. It to me, it feels like every year is swimming in the same waters. They're not bad enough to get the next generational talent quarterback. And look, I don't know if Bryce Young is going to be the next superstar quarterback. He's got a lot of pieces, but he's a slight build and, you know, whatever. But there's no even reason to talk about him because the Houston Texans are going to select him with the first overall pick. Hmm. C.J. Stroud showed a lot of flashes. And, you know, he played his best game against Georgia of his collegiate career. He's going to be probably a top three to five pick. You know, Washington's not in that ballpark. So it just every year it feels like this organization for the past decade is – swimming in the same waters of mediocrity and that's i think that's just the infuriating part about this organization is is never crappy enough to get you know 
the Andrew Lux of the world. I mean, even though I guess that's a bad example because RG3 was in that draft class and they drafted RG3 the second pick, but mm-hmm. they had to trade up to get him. And they had and they felt that, you know, for years after not having, you know, draft picks. Do they have the per- I think is is more about not who you get, but do you have people around them that could develop them? You know, we've watched people get drafted that are not the top two picks, and they still go out and they produce on other teams. We watch guys that don't be in the first round, and they go with the other teams and they have some success. We watch guys that come into play that's a mystery relevant, and he seems to be playing good. You know what I'm saying? They need to have the right people. Oh, if if to only develop be them. though, if only be. It, it, they could have a mind like Kyle Shanahan in the building. I oh, mean, don't if, do it, Tim. If oh, don't do it. Wait, what happened? Did, was he? He wasn't on the staff ever, though, was he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't. Were there any other talented young offensive minds on? No, on the I don't staff think so. Over the years? Uh, not, I can't if remember. only, McVay. if only, if only they could have a young guy who's in chunky soup commercials and and won a Super Bowl. You know, if only that guy was was yeah. around. All right, let's uh, talk with our friend Tim Murray. You can follow him on Twitter. How mad are people right now at me? They're uh, like they're like punching their. They're not mad at you. They're agreeing with you. Probably. I, look, I I've been in. You know, I don't live there anymore. I I lived it, man. I, I'm I'm just like all of you guys. I I lived it. I get it. You know the the frustration. It's the same thing every year. You know, it, it's it's frustrating because you see it. Right, you see those flashes. You see the Monday Night Football game where they kick the Eagles' ass. Look, were they a fortunate couple plays in that game? Yeah, but the better team won that night, and the better team was the Washington Commanders running it down their throat and you know getting after you know Jalen Hurts. And that's the I think the frustrating part is how are we here now, where this team is eliminated from the postseason, had a turd in the punch bowl against the Cleveland Browns, and JP, I think you said it. It was either, I think it was on my show a couple weeks ago where we were talking about the commanders and we had you on. And you said, I've lived this too much. I I just, I can't, I can't get too optimistic. And here we are again, Mm -hmm. heading into week 18. And it's going to be, you know, Jerry's World East uh, on on Sunday when, when the Cowboys come to town, you know, and that's, and that's, that's happened way too many times. I mean, we, I vividly remember the 2012 game. I wasn't at it, but I remember watching it where exactly I was and the buzz in the crowd that day when Alfred Morris goes for 200 plus. That was a decade ago. A decade ago. It's just, it's, it's got to be so, it's just so frustrating. Yeah, it really is. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I want to try to move us forward because I, I, I love picking your brain about college football and just football in general. Um, and in a month from now, it'll probably be college hoops. But two things quickly. I want to ask you who you think gets the seven seed in the NFL. But real quick, we know the commanders. It'd be very crazy anyway. We've seen them trade up to the two spot before, so who knows. But maybe they some crazy trade is in the offing. But what about a guy like Anthony Richardson, the, the Florida quarterback that has unreal athleticism? Like, What does his profile look like coming into this draft? I just think JP, you reach for him, and, and maybe it works out. Um, you know, he just hasn't played a lot of football. Remember, he wasn't the starter yeah. last year. He was a starter this right. year, and the flashes, the highs are just incredible. I, I remember, you know, coming off of Labor Day weekend, you know, we were talking about Anthony Richardson. Can he win the Heisman Trophy? Then they you beat know, Utah. They beat Utah. Yeah. He didn't he didn't throw a touchdown pass in that game, but the flashes of, mm-hmm. in that game, the two-point conversion where he ran like 30 yards backwards and somehow gets the two-point conversion for Florida. 
you see the athleticism there, but it's falling into the trap. I don't know if trap's not the right word, where you're just getting a guy that's super raw. And look, Josh right. Allen was super raw. I mean, he played more football at Wyoming, but look, I, I was I couldn't have been more wrong. Now, granted, I'm not a quarterback evaluator, but I just remember everyone talk about Josh Allen. I'm like, dude, look, he has a big arm. Congratulations. He's Uncle Rico. He can throw the football over those mountains. But at the end of the day, he's a he's a baller. A- and Anthony Richardson certainly could be a baller. So I think you end up reaching for a guy like Anthony Richardson. And I don't know how the draft plays out, but you probably have to move up to get him. So you're going to have to give up. Even if they land at like 10 or 12? I, I don't know. I, I don't know mm. for sure. And, and I'll be honest, yeah. I haven't fully you know jumped in. You know, I think the Will Levis discussion is crazy in my opinion. I, I just I don't get it. Like He's got pieces there. Um, like, you know, I sit next to a former NFL quarterback. He just drools over Bryce Young. He's like, don't care about his body size. That guy's got it. Mm-hmm. And I haven't talked to him since, uh, you know, the, the Ohio State game uh, because he's been out of town, you know, on the sidelines of Tulane, you know, with his pom-poms. Oh, I, I can only imagine uh, how, yeah, how much he's enjoyed the last couple of weeks. Yeah, that's, that's going to be something days. there. But, um, you know, I mean, look, the, I think another frustrating aspect is – you could argue, and I, I think you could make it pretty easily, that the kid who plays for USC right now would be the number one overall pick in the draft, and he has to go back to college because of, of the rules. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, right, right, right. he is, even in that game, you know, where they lost, I mean, you're just, he's, you can't bring him down. I mean, every time I watch Caleb Williams, I'm like, this dude, he's got, he's got the, you know, that it factor that seems like he's going to, you know, is a can't miss prospect heading into the NFL. I know he's he's only like six one, so he's not you know six five. So yeah, I think the intrigue of Anthony Richardson, and that's why he came out. You know, I know that a couple people were scratching their heads, like, really, he's gonna leave? And like, why wouldn't he? He's gonna be a first round pick. You know, someone's gonna fall in love with with all of the pieces that they feel like they can mold that. Hell, Trey Lance was the third overall pick. I mean, think <laughs> yeah, about it. Yeah. I mean, he played right. what like twelve football games in college. Hmm. Timmy, uh, always appreciate the time. We are waiting for quarterback news here in Washington. Ron Rivera is expected to okay. talk to the media at any moment, so we're going to let you go early. Appreciate you, dude. Thank All right, you. Tim. All right, boys. See you guys. All right, that's our guy, Tim Murray. Quick break. When we come back, we should hear from Ron Rivera, maybe get some clarity on the Week 18 quarterback situation in Washington. Don't go anywhere. It's B-Mission. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through, you deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame, two more rings, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Medella, the Markable Fighter. Trick responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I be Mr. Finley, 106.7 The Fan, and you just heard Earl Forsey say what Ryan Rivera said. Well, we're going to get to listen to the whole press conference. Let's go out to Ashburn now. That was Taylor. Um, but again, as we continue to talk about this and work through this and, and on up into the, today, um, you know, I, 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 like I said last night, I had an idea, I had a thought, and this morning came in and talked again and talked some more and really just felt that, um, you know, if we're going to do it, now's the chance, let's do it, get it, you know, I don't want to put it, make, you know, just kind of get it over with, but, you know, to go through it, go through the process and see how he handles it. He won't be judged on one game. Obviously, we heard the injury report. We saw who was out there. Yep. How, how do you make sure to frame those expectations properly for what he can do with well, what exactly you got. exactly what you said. I mean, you know, we've had a number of veteran guys that for the most part have, have played these last four or five weeks, you know, injured, beat up. And, um, you know, th- th- this was kind of a culmination of it all. Um, you know, we, we were hoping to have a few guys available. We probably won't. Uh, but we'll have other guys available. So we'll see. Can't anybody else you're excited to Oh yeah, there, there's several young guys that we want to we want to get some more opportunities to and put them out on the field. Uh, Chris Paul is, is a young man that we want we want to take a really good look at. Um, we want to continue to look at those young tight ends. Um, you know, we, we, we know who the receiving group is. Um, you know, defensively, we got some young defense alignment we want to take a look at, and we'll get a chance to see them continue. Um, and um, some of the young DBs. Well. Terry and kind of the, the receivers play a full workload like to, to support Al? Or well, for you... the most part, you know, they'll, they'll come in, they'll play, and, and as, as the game unfolds, we'll go from there. Um, well, you know, like we've, one thing we've always felt was, was he has a live arm. You know, he, 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 he really does. Um, in quick decision-making, and, um, and he, he took pretty good command early on. I'm right from the beginning, stepped in the huddle, and uh, it was it was really crisp. Broke the huddle real well. Uh, I think on their on the fourth play, um, there was a um, somebody had made a mistake in formation in motion, and he stopped it and got back in the huddle and started all over again. So he was willing to step up and take command. And um, just you said you you mentioned you kind of slept on it uh, after thinking Heineke. Was there someone in particular that changed your mind or made a point to you that was like, oh that. That resonated um, with you. There were several people I talked to that, that 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 gave me some 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 ideas and some thoughts and um and and I really you know I, I just wanted to make sure I, I was I was weighing all the options and opportunities and reasons why. I mean there's a, there's enough reasons why to start them and enough reasons why not to. And and it's just a matter of at the end of the day he's he's going to get an opportunity to play. Why not just start from the beginning more so than anything else. Practice reps versus regular season game reps, a lot of difference there. What do you think the biggest challenge is going to be for Sam on Sunday against a defense that's, that's pretty darn good? Well, I think more so than anything else, it's just decision-making. I mean, he's, he's going he's gonna to face a pretty good team that's, that's playing for something, and you know, he's, gotta, he's just going to have to make good decisions and, and go from there. Before the season started, Ron, you said this year three – was going to be a big year for this franchise, for this team, that you wanted to see growth, you wanted to see that next step. I'm sure you're in the process of the self-reflection, self-evaluation as the finality comes up here on Sunday. Do you feel like this team has met your expectations and taken 
those next steps that you wanted to see, as you mentioned, in the offseason going in? I'd like to believe we did. I think we did some really good things. I think there was a, there was a point where, what, we were six in the whole playoff hunt. Um, we got ourselves there. We played some pretty good football, and some things happened that we just couldn't sustain. You know, we went through a period with some injuries and lost some guys for the season that we didn't have available. Um, we've played several games that way. We didn't have the running backs from the very beginning. Uh, we finally got that together, and, and, and as things came together, we showed what we could do, and then some unfortunate situations. So do I think we, we, we step forward? Yeah, I do. Do I think we, we show we have a pretty good core of young guys? Yes, I think so. And do we have enough young guys, our veteran guys around those young guys? I think we do. But I do think there's a couple of positions that we can shore up, that we need to shore up. Um, and again, it comes back to the one question that's looming over everybody, and that's the quarterback position. I was kind of hoping that you know we had found a solution, and who knows? We may not. We may have. We'll find out on Sunday how we feel about it coming out of it. Um, but do I feel good enough? Yeah, I do. I really do. I mean, we, we did some good things, you'd like to believe. Now, we had some opportunities we didn't capitalize, and that's on us. That's on me. But at the end of the day, I feel good about it. You've talked about the need for QB1, and even right there you alluded to it. And have you had any conversations with Carson? How has that gone? They've been good, you know. Um, and I think, you know, going forward, we've got a lot more evaluating to do. Need to talk to him about making a change this week or after the Browns games it kind of understood? I think it was kind of understood, but I talked with them in the morning, this morning to the to the quarterbacks and went from there. What did you make of Chase Young in his second game? Better. He really was. Um, you know, again, still see a little tentativeness. In fact, he and I were we, – we, we, we talked yesterday about it. There was um, one play in particular where um, the play cut back on him and you could see for a second when he did stick that leg in the ground, he kind of got stuck. And uh, he knew exactly. And so when I, I mentioned it to him and when I said it to him, he knew exactly what I was talking about. Um, and he said, yeah, I'm still a little tentative on some of these things, Coach. I'm still working on it. I'm still getting through it. And one of the things I said to him, I said, you know, this is the thing about it. When you come back, you're never the same guy initially. You've got to work your way back into it. And as Dr. An uh, Andrews told him, was that you're not going to be that guy right off the bat. It's, it's going to come in time. And I said, if you want to take an example, just look at Saquon Barkley. You know, last year, you know, everybody wondered what happened, and this year he's, he's, he's playing back to form. So I said, it'll come. And, um, but he, he, was, he was pretty excited about it, how he played. You know, there's still some things that um, you know, we want him to continue to work on and uh, grow on, and it, it's coming because, um, you know, he had a chance for a couple of sacks he missed. Um, and, it, and it really was just trying to get him to understand, hey, you've you got to trust in that one more step. And I, I think that that'll come over time. Do you treat him as maybe a special case this Sunday in terms of playing time, or do you want to see him get another full game under oh, we, his belt? We want to see him play. We most certainly do. But, again, we will, we will look at situation and circumstances. I mean, we're, you know, we, we, we are playing for the future, obviously. We want to win. I mean, that's first and foremost as far as I'm concerned. Um, but we also have to think about going forward, and that's part of why the decision was made about Sam. You know, the, everything we're doing really is about winning, but it's also about seeing what we have going forward. What specifically will you look for from Sam to tell if his progress that he made on the practice field is translating? Well, first and foremost is a lot of little details we talked about that was footwork. You know, what's his footwork like? Um, second thing is his decision-making. You know, a couple of times in the preseason, the thing that he got stuck on 
was when that first or second guy that he had gone to wasn't there. He, he waited, he waited, and, and then he got hit. And what he's got to understand is, in, you know, when, 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 when it's, it's live situation, and as Scott mentioned, it's completely different pre preseason practice in real time. So he can't sit there and wait for that guy to open. He's got to either get to the next one or get rid of the ball or get out of the pocket. Um, with Heineke, did you have a conversation with yes. him? And then, you know, longer term, would you like to keep him around? Well, we'll get into what we want to do um, going forward with, with personnel once the season's over. But my conversation with him was terrific. Um, he's 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 a he's a heck of a young man, and and you know he, he really helped me through this in terms of decision making. And, uh, among the people you talked to, did ownership get involved in this, no. or was it strictly no, coaches? No, no. This, okay. this is this is this is this was done by everybody in that office, uh, in that facility, and um, a couple of special people that I, I, I rely on for 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 their input. Yes, there'll be a few of them that will that that will make it. All right, thanks, guys. Thank you, guys. All right, that's Ron Rivera talking over in uh, Ashburn. Just finished his press conference that Sam Howell is going to start. Let's go through this a little bit. We woke up this morning and we saw all type of national pundits, the people that normally put out the information that Ron wants. They put out that it was it was going to be Taylor Heineke, and that they said that Sam Howell will probably play. It was. It's been a lot of backlash today. And I don't know if the the just the backlash or him here really having the conversations or whatever, because he said he was going to talk to the guys last week about starting Taylor or Carson, and he started Carson. I can't believe all those players told him to start Carson. So we we saw all this different backlash going on, and then he comes into the press conference and he immediately says he's going to start Sam Howell. Now I'm happy about this. Now I'm not cool. promising. I'm, here. I'm not promising you that Sam Howell is going to play great. I'm not promising you that he's going to play bad. I'm just saying I want to see what we have. I know what we have in Carson. Bye-bye. That's what we have. You know, get, get him a moving truck and get him out. I know what we have in Taylor Heineke. Will they decide to keep him around? Or will somebody else offer him more money to be a backup at their place? Or uh, one guy said he'll be starting somewhere. I don't know if any team is going to offer him a starting job. But he may get more money somewhere else than here. But Sam Howell is on your roster. You drafted him. I want to know what he's about. Okay, and I want to see if he's taken some steps since the beginning of the year. And if he did, then we're moving in the right direction. But ultimately, we're not going to the playoffs. We made a bad mistake and got and we got out of that. So now we need to start finding out what we have for next year. There, I mean, there's a lot to kind of unpack there, I, I thought, B. Um, I think clearly Ron this morning kind of – was thinking about Taylor and, and somewhere over the course of the last few hours changed his mind. Um, and, and you know what? You're allowed to change your mind. I, I, I think that's okay. Um, that's why you shouldn't say nothing until at the, until you finally get your decision. You know, in, in his defense, it was reported he didn't come out and say it. But Yeah, yeah he didn't. I, I, he, he, he probably said it, JP. We know who he used to get his stuff out there. Um, I just – how is – how's the right call this week? Um I, I do find it interesting that it was, you know, so much, so much consternation over this decision. I don't really. We've said this a bunch. Sometimes I think the the commitment to cloak and daggery, like the commitment to secrecy, does them no favors at, at a certain point. You know, like, and I I don't understand what took you if you really have been agonizing over this decision for the last 
three days since you lost to Cleveland. Why? <laughs> I mean, maybe you it want to talk to a couple. It ain't that damn difficult to make that decision. But B, I mean, you've been on you've been on plenty of good teams, but you've been on some bad teams too. And, and late in the year, decisions get made. I understand wanting to respect all the players in your locker room. And if Curtis Samuel is going to be running routes, and Logan Thomas is going to be running routes, and Charles Leno is going to be blocking the edge, you, you owe it to them to give them a chance to win. I understand that, but. Plenty of times, teams will roll out rookies to get a look at what they have for the future. That is standard operating procedure. Mm-hmm. I don't think any of this was that complicated. I, I don't think so either. I, listen, man, if Logan is going to be running and, and, and Curtis Samuel is going to be running, all they want is a guy with a live arm to throw him the football. I think we when, when uh, last week when Terry McLaurin said, listen, I have to run my routes and give them a, uh, somebody to throw it to, no matter who's back there. That's the way that they think. I don't think any of those players are probably saying, oh, we don't have a chance in hell now. They know how good their team is. They know how far this offense can go. <laughs> Has this offense with the people at the helms thus far reached the pinnacle of where it can go? And they may be just like a lot of us. Let's see what we have in the other guy. That's probably the thought process. For the most part, you know, Guys know when I'm running and I'm open and the ball is behind and I got to go back and make this 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 out acrobatic catch. Guys know when I'm open and I'm running and the guy throws the ball out of bounds. Let's see if the other guy can throw the ball and hit me in stride. Um, you know, it's an interesting one. I, I, I'd like to go to the CBSO, the chief BS officer of the B. Mitch and Finley program, my man, Jim Andrew Mullins the Tenth, a.k.a. Landfill, um, Landfill, what have you heard today in the uh, the commander's decision making at quarterback? Um, honestly, I think what happened was that they kind of put out there that um, Heineke would be starting. They realized the reaction was very negative, and then he uh, did a one eighty. I mean, I know enough to know to know about like how people report things. They're generally not speculating completely. They heard it from somebody. Somebody told somebody that Heineke was starting, and that's not happening. So, uh, yeah, I think that the the kind of you know logical explanation is that they heard the, the really negative reaction and decided to go with how. And think about this. If I never said that, if I never said or thought that I would start Heineke, I would have addressed that as soon as I started the press conference. That was never addressed. It was like I was leaning that way, I was thinking, and then we decided after I talked to some people. So that that information, I listen, man, it's great reporters out there, a lot of them. And most of them don't say anything unless they hear from somewhere. And when that thing was put out there, I took it. And then now that it's changed, yeah. It went out there, I was leaning that way, and all of a sudden now I, I, the backlash was coming. It was out there. And, they, and like you said in the beginning <laughs> – from from all the way back to Dwayne, I have a right to change my mind. And I was sitting talking just a little earlier, and I said, this backlash is bigger than he probably thought, and I promise you he'll change his mind. Grant now outside talking, and boom, here he comes. Reactionary, and yes, we have found out. We've read him enough. Three years in a row, he's shown exactly who he is. So I, I want to do a, a couple things here. I want to – I'm going to put out the signal 
who's our guy? Mark and Largo. Is it Mark that is the the president of the Sam Howell fan club? Call. I want to give <laughs> I want to give him a chance to call back in. 800-636-1067. Because I, I I hope Mark is happy. I, I think for Man, everybody Mark, that was upset. Mark just pulled up to the bar. I heard him. He ordered five shots. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I think for everybody that was pissed off this morning, understandably that it seemed like Heineke was going to be the guy. Now you get Howell, and I think that is, I think it's the right call. I, I said it this morning. I'm saying it now. I think, I, hell, I said it Sunday afternoon. Um, you're eliminated. See what you got in the rookie. Yeah. There, there's no such thing as a perfect landing spot. Like it, it very rarely happens. Um, you know that Tom Brady comes in for Drew Bledsoe, and the rest is history. So l- let's let's see what they've got and how. I, I, Howell's got a real arm. He's got serious zip. He's mobile. I don't know that he will be ready for the speed of the defense. I, I really don't. Um, but I, I'm not sure you ever find out until you go up against the speed of the defense. Um, I, I think folks should be pleased. So, you know, in pro football, especially at the quarterback discussion, the position, there's often this discussion of process versus results, Right. I think the process that landed with Ron Rivera just now announcing that Sam Howell is going to be the starting quarterback, I think that process was not exactly a well-oiled machine, B. <laughs> I, it, it didn't seem to get from, from A to B in a direct line. But I like the result. Does that seem fair to you? Yeah, yeah. I'm with that. I mean, and um, listen, you do have a right to change your mind. This is the thing I'll just say. Like, like, like the guy that called earlier to say, when you know, D, D Hall said this, when you do stuff, do it right. And, and I, I just believe the first information that come out, sometimes let it be the thing that you really mean. You know what I'm saying? Because like we, we, we have too much backpedaling, adjusting, changing minds, doing things wrong the first time. Let's start getting it right. Let's do what the other ones do, the other franchises. Like they are consistent in getting, whether it's the best move or the wrong move, they do it in one take. It doesn't take multiple things to finally figure out the right way to do it. Did you? I, I so I tried to ask. I don't know if you heard it or not. I tried to ask Ron about Carson. It's remarkable that in one week, Carson has gone from uh, he he's our best chance. We love his arm. We've always believed in him. To yeah, I talked to him. No, don't worry <laughs> about that. You know, and, and I don't Did you know notice if, that. I don't necessarily know if it is if it's remarkable, but I think ultimately, when you go and get a guy like him, you want to give him every chance. You want to try to support him, and he was trying his best to do it because also his reputation rises on the fact that he went and got Carson. And I think everybody, for the most part, when Carson came in town, we wanted. This is what I picked up. Everybody wanted to dispel what the Eagles franchise has said, what Eagles players have said, what the what the uh, coach has said. And just come in, well, he's different with me. You know, and you, you, you said that he was cool with you. But all I do is look at the people and how they react to people. And the way that they were, act, react, were, were reacting to him in that two and four start wasn't the same way that they were reacting to Taylor in the first game. It's just you can see something. So players, like I said earlier, are not stupid. He knew how to be around y'all. But does he really – pump his, his, his teammates up? Does he high-five them and dap them up on a consistent basis? The realness, not the camera stuff. When they around, like, like Taylor Heineke, I can tell he's a dude. He hangs out with the guys. He, they know what's up with him. You know, and I know people are, he may have kids. I had kids too when I was young. 
And I, I began to know how to react to my players and make sure that they are going to go out there and work their asses off for you. I didn't play the quarterback, but I played a position that I need my blocker so I can produce. So you have to find a way to make sure they're indebted to you. I don't think he has that in him. <sighs> what a day. <laughs> what a day. It's funny, dude. When we record the promos at the end of every show uh, – for the next day. So Landfill and I had to record the promo for today. And I was like, well, they got to make a quarterback decision. We'll probably know early in the morning, but that's what I'm going to do. The promo. He gave us a show. (laughs) Dude. I mean, this literally has been unfolding the whole damn day. Yeah. Uh, Let's do this. We got to make some bets. Plus a little bit of good news in the world. Let's speak existence to that. Don't go anywhere. It's B. Mitch and Finley. Jeff Walker. Have you ever noticed there's always a there's a Simpsons episode for everything? There's yes, a Jeff is. Walker song for everything. There you go, man. Uh, Jeffrey, let's check in with you. Sam Howell's starting on Sunday. How you feeling? I'm excited to see the young man. I'm excited. I'm excited. How do you think he'll fare against Micah Parsons and uh, Trayvon Diggs in this Cowboys defense? I'm not sure, but that's why I am excited, JP, because it's not like we're getting we're getting to see him against some bum defense or, you know, some mediocre team. We're, we're seeing him against a team that's, that's competing in the playoffs. If Mike is playing, that's a great threat. You know, that D-line, that defense is great for him to, you know, show us what he got. It, it don't mean anything, and that's why I think teams, you know, are deadly because it don't – the game does not mean mean anything for us, so he's going to go out there and ball out. I can't wait to hear your song now, buddy. Oh yeah, he just threw a monkey wrench in this thing. He got to adjust. Big adjustments. All right. Um, something that is is far more important than quarterbacks and whatever's happening here in Washington is the health of Demar Hamlin, the uh, the Bills' safety that was injured. Uh, terribly um, had the heart attack, it appears, Monday night in Cincinnati. The Bills just tweeted out at 1.30, um, DeMar remains in the ICU in critical condition with signs of improvement noted yesterday and overnight. He is expected to remain under intensive care as his health care team continues to monitor and treat him. Um, I, I don't want this to sound like some sort of proclamation that he's okay, but you do love to hear, Brian, uh, signs of improvement. Yep, true, totally, totally. And I think I think they're being cautious and making sure that they don't put out too much because in this situation you want to play it. It's like you ever know when someone gets pregnant, they don't want to say when they are until much yep. later. So and I think that's the ultimate way where you, why throw out all the positivity right now? No, let it build up and then we'll figure out where it goes. And just to kind of keep the positivity train going, um, I, I mentioned this yesterday. So for our our serious listeners, um, I had that pool going on uh, January second, I guess, on the Monday where you had mm-hmm. the Rose Bowl and the um, the Cotton Bowl, where you had four college games, and then Monday night was Bills Bengals. Um, there were five people that made it through the day four and zero. 
Um, and, and I want to credit all five of the people. It was our friend Steve Sands from Golf Channel, our friend Jordan Giorgio that does the pre and the post game on NBC Sports Washington. It was a, a couple buddies of mine, Clinty, Smitty, and then my boy Tony C over at Cloakroom and Over Under. Credit to all of them. Uh, they, for, for starters, they went 4-0, and which is really hard to do. They had all four picks. And in the Monday night game, the action was split between Bills and Bengals. Spoke to all five of the people that made it that far. They all decided that the best course of action was a donation to the um, Hamlin's charity cause, which was a, a toy drive for kids um, in, in Pittsburgh and Buffalo. And a uh, $750 donation just got made in, in their names to what is a great cause. So, you know, some, some good stuff in the world that we don't get to hear enough of. And, and obviously the, the most important thing is that we all hope Hamlin is able to continue a, a full and complete recovery. Yeah. Uh, I like that. That set. Yeah, yeah, it's it's the right thing to do. I think um, they have gone way up, man. And I think it's it's cool to see the impact that people have, man. So I I love that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all that said, all the best to Demar Hamlin and his family. We are rooting for him, and it, and the Bills are saying there are signs of improvement. That is great news. Um, for us, at the end of every program, before we get to Grant and Danny, who I imagine will have plenty to say about a roller coaster of a day at quarterback, for us, we make bets to conclude every program. We call it Heard It Here First. All right, Jeffrey. And some sad, unfortunate news. Everybody on the show went Owen last night. Yeah. <laughs> one, one person bet on the team that he shouldn't have been on. We'll discuss this on, at a later date, though. Who? <laughs> hey, we got to wait till the person – a person going to call in and have a conversation with all four of us later at a later date. We good. Somebody's mad at me? At us? <laughs> Somebody's mad at somebody in this other four. <laughs> oh, I am – color me intrigued, Brian. All right, um – well, we I, think, I think you know the person. You've kind of hung out with him a little bit. I know the person who's mad at us, or I am the person. That's mad at mad one at. of us. Yeah, he's mad at one of us. I didn't say you. <laughs> at us, I said one of us. Okay. I have no idea what the hell you guys are talking about, but I am definitely I intrigued. This person being uh, upset with JP could sting particularly hard for him. Yeah, seriously. Is it my wife? Nope. Mm-mm. Is it a man or a woman is it a person that identifies it's a man that probably has more muscles than me oh boy (laughs) um can i guess if i guess do i get it right go ahead is garnet mad that i picked the caps to win oh no it's not garnet oh all right um but but it is somebody mad at you by picking the caps you're half right yeah yeah oh no this guy's yoked all right, well, we'll figure it out. <laughs> Somebody make a pick tonight. Give me the Grizzlies minus seven and a half. Uh, Tottenham plus one ten. Tottenham plus one ten. I don't even. I'm not even sure what that means. Uh, what do you got, B? I'll take the Warriors minus six and a half. Um, give me uh, golly, where's the action I like? Um, I need something funky. Give me, I like, I think I got my pick. Oh, yeah. Give me 
I got NC State plus five against Duke tonight, Landfill. What do you see it at? Basketball. Uh, NC State and Duke. Uh, NC State plus four and a half. Okay. NC State plus four and a half is what I would like. System pick. Go Pack Go. Shout out to Leon Duncan. Coming your way, Dunk. Uh-oh. Um, although last week we were talking big, big S to Leon. He was probably getting pissed. At oh, yeah, he was messages. a little mad at us. Maryland um, beat him down. Maryland beat him down. We got mayonnaise all over. We're trying to get Coach Locks on the program this week to congratulate him about the big win in the Mayo Bowl. He probably still trying to get that stench, that stench of mayonnaise yeah, that dries like up off of you. That's like a ten shower. Coach Locks, you saw he was dressed. He tried to make sure nothing touched his skin. Oh no, <laughs> he tried to he tried to outmaneuver the Mayo Bowl, but no one can outmaneuver the Mayo Bowl. Um, thank you to everybody that listened to the program today. Probably a, a, a wild day uh, for folks listening. Yeah, wild day to be to be doing the show. Thank you to Logan Paulson for joining us. Thank you to D'Angelo Hall for joining us. Thank you to Ben White for joining us. Thank you to Tim Murray for joining us. A lot we're going to have to catch up on tomorrow. Don't you worry. We will get it done. Thank you to Landfill and Jeff. Thank you to B. Mitch. Grant and Danny coming your way next. If you made it this far, I owe you a DC DC Brown. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.